Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. The June issue of Housing Wire magazine features our rising stars winners, the professionals under 40 who are already impacting mortgage, real estate, title, appraisal, and more. It's just one of our incredible award programs, and we get a lot of questions about what we're looking for in nominations and what are some hallmarks of the submissions that actually win. So we're going to tackle that in today's Housing Wire Daily. I'm Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief of HW Media, and my guest today is Brenna Nath, Director of HW Plus and Events, to talk about the June Magazine, our cover subject, and award programs in general. We've got a lot to talk about, as always, so let's dive in. Brenna, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Sarah. I'm excited to be here, as always. It's always a treat. It is always a treat, and we are going to talk about the June Magazine, which is one of my favorite things to do. We have some really great stuff. Tell us, first of all, we have we did a cover photo shoot for the Rising Stars, so tell us a little bit about who's on the cover. The June issue always stands out to me. One, it's a, it's a big issue, so that, that's a step one. And I would say after that, it's unique because we have two issues a year that we do a cover photo shoot, and we pick one out for our Women of Influence Award or a couple people out, a few people. We also pick someone out for our Rising Stars Award. Sarah and I have talked over the years about how impressive this list is. So I want to emphasize that it's not an easy task to pick someone out from this list. They all are so notable and worthy of being spotlighted. These are amazing people who are making a dent in the industry and have so much legacy left to leave. The person that we spotlighted was Morgan Salama. She's the head of growth and partnerships at Realty Title Group. And what always makes us laugh about this award is the fact that it is not uncommon for someone to get promoted in the middle of this program. So it almost speaks so true to them being a rising star that they're growing, they're moving, they're doing things, and they're doing so much that halfway through us just getting the nomination and writing it up, they already got a promotion because they're doing making waves in their space. And Morgan is one of those people. When she nominated, she was in one position and switched over into this role of head of growth and partnerships for Real Estate Title Group. And um, many things stand out to me about her. One thing I'll, I'll highlight just now um, as we kind of dive in is I've always been a big StrengthsFinder person, Clifton StrengthsFinders. They have 34, I think is the number of strengths and strategic has always been one of my top five that's been consistent over the years. I've taken it a couple times over 10 years since um, was introduced to it at a, a young age. And Morgan, I think if you had to sum her up in one word, it's strategy and strategic and creative thinking. And you really got to hear her play that out when it came to COVID-19 and then pandemic and how an industry was just forced to transition and she's obviously at Realogy and how they have to decide how to pivot, how to help different departments, maybe go out of your way to help different groups with how they're working that's maybe outside of your role. So we're all stretched outside of maybe our normal job description because of something so so unique like the pandemic. And you saw Morgan in multiple ways chatting with her and in the Q&A that we have in the feature for how she was able to strategically through data and intentionality with listening help change the landscape for just not her kind of department, but really the whole company and seeing her make a footprint 
by helping lean into different departments to help them move forward, which was really cool about her um, right up and just meeting her. We love that. The Rising Stars is kind of, uh, other people might call their programs uh, 40 under 40. I really like Rising Stars because what we see is that a lot of times um, these people, we, we really do go, oh, wow, these are people to watch in the industry. And how often do a couple years later, oh, they're a woman of influence. They are, um, they're making waves in our other programs or just in the news. We see them come up over and over. It's so fun to identify people, um, sometimes early in their career, sometimes by the time that they get nominated, they're in their late thirties. But even so, it's like, these are people who are making waves in the industry. It's so true. And someone like Morgan and the rest of our our list really encapsulate that. Um, I'd go on and it's one thing I'd also say that Sarah and I know about our rising stars is even just their work outside of their, their role. So um, you get a lot more of a encompassing lifestyle or this idea that we keep talking about here, Alison Mara, which is work-life harmony and finding a balance between, between the two. So finding roles and how you help outside of your maybe your office job description to how you're helping out in your community to even how you've um, incorporated your life values. The big thing that I noticed about Morgan and her um, just career trajectory is how much her parents instilled hard work into her and really helped carve out and grow her just as much as she's trying to be intentional in the workforce, how they were so intentional with growing and developing her and, and they were doing great things in their career as well. And that's a, an extra element that I think comes with maybe the Rising Stars Awards and you see it in other ones too. I mean, all of our award winners and nominees really showcase just kind of this full picture of them making a difference. We're more than our jobs really kind of thing. And that was another unique part of her, you know, meeting her and spotlighting her. I think it's always funny. All these award programs are so fun. We, we have, you know, um, an award program almost every month, but the rising stars is one that when we read it, we're like, what am I doing with my life? These people are like so young and they've already made all this difference. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm much older than you are, Brenda, but like, even for people who are like your age, it's like, wow, what? Wow. This is a lot. And I'm already behind. Are those the things <laughs> I always, something that always blows my mind is I want the energy that these people have. I'm like, Wow, how do you have time for all of these things? I, can I have that caffeine cup of coffee too? <laughs> what, is, what is your secret sauce? Which is um, something we, we spotlight with these award winners. So for anyone who looks through the profiles, I highly recommend one of my favorite parts are the extra questions that we ask them. So anything from what is the best piece of advice that you've heard to what's one habit that helps you succeed? Um, what's one thing that you would tell a younger version of yourself? And what I've noticed about these pieces of advice is cliche is a good thing. You know, like we all hear these sayings and you're like, oh, it's old or it's cliche, but it's still so true. And it's like that idea of don't be afraid of being uncomfortable. Don't be afraid of take risks, um, be humble, work hard. And it, those are all things that we've heard, but it's true. The, this success, success didn't happen overnight. And you see that in the answers that really help, um, you know, per, not personalized, but like really let you get a bird's eye view into how these people were able to get where they are. They didn't just become rising stars. They worked hard. I also think, you know, those sayings, even if they're like things that people have heard a lot, it's not the hearing, it's the acting on. It's the taking to heart. It's really incorporating them. And it's the action on those that really make all the difference. So I love reading those as well. And I think, Brendan, this is a good place for you and I to talk a little bit about our award programs. Um, and what I would say 
say about that is like, we get hundreds and hundreds of submissions for these award programs. And you and I have been on the committee, the award committee for uh, years and years. And one thing that really stands out to us is the quality of the submission makes such a difference on whether somebody gets selected. And you might think, well, yeah, that's obvious. We think that's obvious, but you would be surprised how often we get a submission that we're like, this person could be really wonderful, but this submission really didn't do them the justice. And so I thought, let's take a few minutes and say, let's talk about what we're looking for, because I do think it's kind of a black box to people. And this would be really helpful. So if you are a person who wants to win an award or wants to nominate someone for an award, listen up to this. So Brenna, what are your, what is the top line thing you'd love to say to someone about this? The number one thing, and this is a great question because it really applies to everyone, all our listeners. For those who don't know, you can self-nominate. You don't have to be in the marketing department to nominate. We have C-suite people nominate. Anyone can really nominate someone or themselves for these awards. And the top thing that I would say to include your nomination is that idea of what did you accomplish through data or exact metric wording for what you accomplished in the last 12 months. So these award programs are yearly. We, we award people each, each year for women of influence, for rising stars, for insiders. And we ask them to look back, what's something new that you did over the last 12 years? You know, we have people who are able to win repeat submissions, but the, the idea there are what have you done recently in the past 12 months that really stands out and how you've made a difference at your company. You know, a theme, you know, in the past few years has been a lot of, of our finance leaders, different people helped with IPOs and going public. So that was a theme of something that you can directly point to in the past year that they helped spearhead and lead. And there's so many different examples like that. It almost reminds me in a way of like what you would put on your resume in a way, like you don't just put like works hard at her job. You're like, you maybe put something instead, like improved conversions for this product at X amount of times and increased volume by X percent. And you are the number one person in this department. Stuff like that really helps us be able to quantify um, different parts of your role. And that's not to say that a qualitative answer is bad. There's a lot of power in a qualitative answer as well, but I would emphasize the balance in that. Um, What do you think I missed there maybe, Sarah? No, I think that's perfect because what we're really looking for, we don't know some, actually, sometimes we know these people, but other people on the selection selection committee do not know these people. And so you have to act like as the person, if you're doing yourself or other people, what information are they looking for? And if we're measuring you against hundreds of other people, almost everyone has an opening paragraph about how they're inspiring and how they're, um, which we love to see. I mean, obviously we want to pick people who other people feel moved by, it's just hard then to to match those people up against the hundreds of other submissions and go, um, this is what we can point to. And so I love the stats idea that you said, sort of that metric sort of thing. So anything you can point out that's like, they started out, um, you know, so in the, in the case of a rising star, it's like they started out this position, they've gone to this, or they managed this many more people, or they made an impact in this way. If it's an insider's award, that's going to look really different than like a finance leader's award. But the numbers are the things we can latch on to. And also, I think making it personal to that person, these are personal awards. They're not team awards and they're not company awards, unless we're talking about the 
uh, Tech 100, but these are all individuals. So the stats that you give should tie to that individual. And sometimes what we get is somebody we're like, it seems like they did a lot, but it's kind of hard to tell if it was them or other members on the team. Um, or if it was just the company did well, but how does that tie back to this person? So if I'm, if I'm a non- nominator, these kind of comments are really helpful to know that like, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for any stats you can provide us, which is they, they increase productivity this much, or they, they managed this many people, or they won this, you know, account, or they did, they rolled out this, whatever those things are that are very measurable, super helpful to us. And then we can go, wow, you know, they really are a standout in this way. Um, so that's what I would say. And to add to that, um, I will, would flag the next awards that we have coming up. So we just wrapped in this June issue, as we've mentioned, we're spotlighting our rising stars. Right after that, we have our, um, let's look here. We have our Insiders Award that is coming up next. So the nomination period for that is June 7th through June 24th. So it's about to open next week. And that's um, a quick sum of it is recognizing your organization's operational all-stars, those insiders that are your company's like best kept secret. Then after that, we have another really big award, which is our Vanguard's Awards. We've had that one for a long time. That one recognizes the C-level industry leaders who have become leaders in their respective fields within housing and mortgage finance with that nomination period really running through July. So July 5th through July 22nd. I'd also add just kind of like to tie a bow on how to nominate for awards that we're always open to questions. If you're ever unsure, feel free to email Leslie Collins. She's our award program manager. She's very active and just can help point you in the right directions if you do have any questions about how to submit or what we're looking for in a submission. I think it's also a great point to like, what if you could, you know, submit someone for multiple awards? I think that's a really great question to look at and go, you know, this person who's an insider, I'm putting them for a rising stars or this person who's a, so it's not that they couldn't win both those awards. It's just that I I do think it's good to kind of step back and go, you know, where do they fit best? Because that's what we're looking for. And and one other thing on the Vanguard's awards, if we have sort of a lifetime achievement award, it would be the Vanguard awards. So that one is less about what you've done in the last 12 months, unless we recognized you last year. So if you, if someone won last year and they get nominated again this year, we, we don't discourage that. We just want to know very specifically in the last 12 months, you've done something so outstanding that we're going to recognize you again as a Vanguard. Um, and so that one, I, I would just put that in there is that of all the ones that's less tied to time, unless you're coming back in for a second round. I love that you noted the people who won double because the, the other person, the rising stars that just kind of stood out to me that I had kind of on the list of people to flag or just note in this conversation was, and I don't want to kind of butcher her name, but her name is Victoria DeLuke, I think D-E-L-U-C-E. She is, um, works over at Princeton Mortgage, but she won our housing finance leaders award in May because she works in the, um, she works for finance and and she's the EVP of capital markets, but she's also, you know, 38, which qualifies for our rising stars and then was awarded a month later for just really being a rising star. She stood out because Rich Vidal, who is the CEO CEO at Princeton Mortgage, like spotlighted her on LinkedIn um, which says a lot, you know, that, you know, it says that, she, you know, he was really looking for the best of the best in the capital markets, who was on the upswing of their career. That sums up rising stars, upswing of their career. There's so much left to go. So that's an example of someone that I'd spotlight that to your point. We don't close the door to multiple wins. There, it, it just really matters in what we see in your submission. 
Yeah, and I we do love seeing uh, submissions from it, it doesn't count for or against you if you nominate yourself, someone else nominates you, C-suite. But I do think that it's good to really what we see is that some companies are just really good at nominations, like they're giving us the information we need. And sometimes companies aren't and they give us too light of a submission where it's like this person's great. And here's what our company did. It's like, ah, there's no meat there. And we think this could be a great person, but we don't know. So um, I'm glad we had this discussion. We often talk about we wish we could tell people what it is we're looking for. And so this is our opportunity. And if you have questions, again, Leslie Collins um, is a great person. I think she can be reached at Leslie at hwmedia.com um, or Brenner and I, wh- whatever you want to uh, hit us up for that. So yay. So that's a big part of this issue. But we have other things in the June issue. We have Game Changers. Tell us a little bit about that. Game Changers is a big one. Mainly to take a a step back, June is the issue that we bring to Housing Wires. We have two big conferences a year. One of them is Gathering of Equals, which is at the end of June. And then we also have Housing Wire Annual, which is at the beginning of October. This issue specifically goes to Gathering of Equals here in Colorado Springs at the end of June. And so we include a supplement in it that not only is for the conference goers, but also to anyone who is on our magazine, HW Plus distribution list. And that includes this extra, I think it's about 20 pages. It's a little, you know, booklet that is uh, backed with the magazine that includes the game changers. It includes kind of this breakdown from Tracy Velt. She's our editorial director at Real Trends. She has an article inside the magazine, which is titled A Record Year for Real Estate Brokerage Firms. And she dives into this idea that despite the headlines about low inventories, there were still record numbers of homes sold. And she dives into the, you know, the transactions, the sides, the volume. And then also with all of that data, then you have the Game Changers Award, which is featured in there. And that really lists the people who, um, and I'm not going to say it verbatim because I know Tracy is someone better to kind of go through, the people who looks at, you know, the past five years, I believe, and sees how much they've grown and what makes that list. And I was able to chat with Tracy, I think about a week or two ago about the people on that list. And she dives into, you know, what made people get on the list this year? What are maybe some reasonings why people dropped off the list? Um, and what made them such a record setting the biggest, the top of the top? game changers in their space. And that award stands out to me because you know, you and I just talked a bit about this idea of looking 12 months back. That award looks significantly further and looks at the, a longer train of success. And so I'd spotlight that. That's featured in the supplemental as well, along with some of the charts behind the transactions and sides and volumes of these other top brokerages. People should come to Gathering of Eagles and see us. We're going to have so much fun. It's at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. I know that's your hometown and you are always like Team Colorado Springs. But also we've got just amazing speakers. We've got amazing sessions, incredible network opportunities. So people need to come. May, no, I'm sorry, June 26th through 29th. But let's talk also, there's a section of the magazine you and I always want to talk about, which is the kudos section. And in this one, it's really fun because we kind of did a, a we did a follow-up of one we did last year of a charity event that's really taken off. Tell me a little bit about that. This kudos section is uh, special to me because it's, I think one of the first ones that we've done 
that was a follow-up story. So I was, I believe it was almost a year ago. It was in 2021, towards the end of the year, we spotlighted this Utah professional women in building group and how they came together and they built this house. And the, the, the title of it is the house that she built. And she is in all caps. And it's so special because it was this group of, you know, the Utah professional women coming together and building this house. And not only that is to spread awareness around women professionals in the building and construction space. So that was almost story number one. We had these beautiful photos of this home that they built together in Utah. It was a great story to cap, um, to capture. Now, fast forward to this year, we've been, we continuously talked to NOB, the, the National Association of Home Builders, about the different things that they're doing in this space. You can see that in our trade desk section. Well, they spotlighted like, hey, you know that house that she built that we, um, we all talked about almost a year ago, that was only the beginning of this really great story to bring awareness to women in building. So step one was this idea that they had a children's book launch. Um, it's a story, um, and I don't want to quote it too closely, but it's basically a story that really encompasses and it motivates young girls to want to get into the field, which is really cool. So that was something that happened shortly after, but not at the same time. And then right after that, which I think is a huge win, they launched a Girl Scouts patch program to also bring awareness. So now there's this new patch that Girl Scouts can get, and I don't want to butcher exactly how they can get it, but it all really came out of the sheer enthusiasm for the project. Everyone's very excited. It has a lot of pride in women working in the industry. And so that's just been a cool thing to come into fruition. And so I'd highly encourage everyone to research that. And maybe for anyone here who's listening that has a daughter that's in Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts. I kept messing that. I was not a Girl Scout myself, which is why I realized I butchered that title so much. Um, it, it's something that you could probably look forward to as this new patch. Just, we're all in this space. Maybe one day they'll have a mortgage one or something like that, but a great addition. I was a Girl Scout and I, I loved getting my patches. If you know me, I'm so achievement oriented. I was like, yes, I will work for these patches. And so how fun to have home building on there. I love it. And it's a fun story. It's really a, a packed magazine full of commentaries, uh, feature stories, um, take five, which we always love. Really, there's so much there. And uh, we did a great job on this June magazine, Brenna, as always. And I'm so glad that you came on to talk about it. Thanks for letting me chat about it. This I will always be passionate about sharing it. I am a classic cup of coffee on a Saturday with your magazine type of person. So I encourage everyone else to do the same. Thanks, Sarah. Absolutely. Thanks. How have the 2022 housing market forecast changed? Or how is the industry navigating the shift to a purchase-driven market? HousingWire's premium content program, HW+, answers questions like these and offers a variety of member-exclusive benefits that are tailored to what you need to stay competitive and agile in today's fast-paced market. Go to housingwire.com forward slash membership to join today. With your HW+, membership, you get access to longer-form digital content, the HousingWire magazine, member-exclusive rates to in-person events like HousingWire Annual, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.